In these harrowing times, three young women step forth to debunk myths floating around the internet and the world. I'm Nancy, the public health professional. I'm Bess, the librarian. I'm George, the rock scientist. This is The Triple Hoax. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Triple Hoax. I'm Nancy. Yo. And that's George. I'm George. <laughs> and uh, Bess is moved. Um, Bess is gone. She's lost. We don't know where goodbye she is. Goodbye forever, Bess. No, JK. <laughs> Great Special guest. guest. <laughs> George's friend. Jane. 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 We're keeping that literary theme. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Jane, to the podcast. And let's... We are... St- talking about what doesn't big tobacco want you to know um so lots we're ta- of things lots of things <laughs> so we're going to be talking about um cigarette smoking and the industry that promotes cigarettes which is commonly known as big tobacco so now is a good time to ask jane can you tell us a little bit about your professional background and how how this is relevant to your your work <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good. I have a background in tobacco consultation. Nice. Um, nice. Within a college campus setting. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump into it. Um, so I'm going to give us a quick, like a fast facts, maybe to just get everyone up to speed. Some cool things you should know. Cool being heavily air quoted <laughs> about tobacco and tobacco <laughs> use and like the history of it. To historically, to take it way back, tobacco the plant originates in the Americas. It is not found, it was found here first. Like Columbus first got here, he is reported to have seen uh, native people who live on what is now Cuba um, smoking smoking tobacco in pipes. And the name tobacco actually comes from a poor European translation of the native word for the pipes that they smoke tobacco in. Hmm. Nicotine was, or tobacco was commonly used by native people um, for ceremonial and religious purposes, but they also used it as a medicine. And the effect that tobacco has on, uh, even back then, was um, reported by observers from Columbus's party as like making them be able to work and feel and be focused, which is a side of like focus and and calm yeah. is a side effect okay, of yeah. tobacco smoking. I was say, what? Use a great pun, and from then on, smoking really caught fire. Oh my god! <laughs> In the U.S., chewing tobacco, which was made by mixing molasses with tobacco, oh, I didn't know. tobacco leaves, was the main way to consume the plant through the 19th century. Hmm. So up until the 1800s, if you were using tobacco, it was probably chaw. Chaw, yes. <laughs> But Americans also began adopting cigarettes. The invention of the cigarette rolling machine was in 1881. The introduction of portable safety matches around the turn of the century made smoking a major domestic industry. Uh, As tobacco use grew in the U.S., medical studies found clear links to various cancers and other health problems. But for decades, few doctors paid attention that by the 1930s, British doctors for sure suspected that tobacco caused cancer. Mm-hmm. And by 1950, an overtime study, a 20-year study of 40,000 people conclusively sh- showed that tobacco caused cancer. Mm-hmm. And then we get into the major era of smoking, which was the 40s and the 50s. Cigarettes were started to be marketed 
as like really sexy in the era of mass mm-hmm. marketing. So mass marketing really started after World War One and like the twenties, and so it like picks up speed during World War Two, and then the invention of television, the widespread of like the summer blockbuster and movies, mm-hmm. like advertising really goes crazy, and because there's no regulations for tobacco advertising, yeah. tobacco advertising is everywhere. You know, this seems like it's all pretty well known at this point, like the history of it. Cigarettes are bad. So what doesn't big tobacco want us to know? How early, I think it's like how early we knew it was bad. Everybody seemed to think like there was a landmark case. It was like 2006 or something. They finally won a court case definitively telling, saying that big tobacco took um, responsibility for how they misled the public mm-hmm. and denied and denied and denied for decades mm-hmm. that it caused cancer. Mm-hmm. So they finally lost that battle. And in the course of this whole time that they've been pulling them through the justice system, mm-hmm. people have slowly, like, study after study mm-hmm. has come out that, like... It's not good. Yeah. And we're still learning new stuff today. Like, um, I found, like, um, that U of M, there was a new study published... Um, talking about how they use these tiny like worms to um, look at their genes and their receptors in their mm-hmm. in their tiny worm brains. <laughs> to like, so they brains. fed them nicotine Aww. and they looked at the effects. <laughs> and they looked at the effects. They're worms. <laughs> but they're worms. You're upset because they have three hearts. Yes, I'm I am. <laughs> You're so full of love. You're so full of love. The worms are full of love. Okay, anyway. I, no, it's, you know, it's good to point, stop and point out that worms are our friends. Worms have hearts, too. Um, so they found that actually, not only when you smoke does it hit these receptors that are in your brain that are associated with feeling good, like dopamine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the bio, and endorphins, that's the biological mechanism that, like, that's mm-hmm. what makes you feel good when you smoke. They found that not only does it like hit those spots and then bounce around in your brain more, mm-hmm. it actually encourages your brain to create more receptors mm-hmm. for oh. nicotine. And they hadn't proved that before. Interesting. So it's a self-sustaining addiction. system. Yeah. It's encouraging your brain. Your brain's like, oh. The more nicotine that you smoke, the yes. more receptors that you have and the more you want it. The more tolerance it happens, the more addiction Interesting. it turns into. That's insane. I think that leads pretty good into to nowadays what does big tobacco not want us to know about mostly cigarettes mostly about vaping mm-hmm. yeah um yeah they're trying to like spin it off as like a way for people to quit i know that's yeah. one of the big ones that they try to promote yeah so the bigger tobacco industries are trying to find a way to market to newer populations because people know that cigarettes are bad. And we've talked about this already, that people, if people already know cigarettes are bad, mm-hmm. their clientele, mm-hmm. you know, if working successfully, these products will kill 50% of their users. <gasps> that is the yeah. fact. And right. so they know that people are made more aware of these things. Mm-hmm. And to, and cigarettes aren't as widely used. They're not popular with young kids. They're mm-hmm. not popular. And, you know, if you want to get a cigarette smoker, you like a, a lifetime cigarette smoker mm-hmm. you have to target them young because yep. if you mm-hmm. can get them to initiate um smoking or any type of nicotine uh, addiction addiction then by the age of 25 
then it's they're hooked. They're hooked over ninety percent. It's and so they're trying to be very creative as right. a humongous corporations Corporate. because there's multiple industrial complex. Yeah, and so they're finding new markets in e-cigarettes, yep. vaping, vaping, and jewel. jewel. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go into that more. It is it is on the rise. And yeah, U of M has been publishing a lot of things about how popular it is with students. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I think it's at at least 50% of high wow. schoolers by the time they graduate will have tried either e cigarette or vaping or Juul. Please, yeah. 50%. Please. So don't. that's that start for me. Mm-hmm. Nah. And, and it's. It's an increasing problem. We keep on hearing about this in junior high schools. The rooms are smelling like cotton candy, which is this vaping or this jewel thing that you can bring into the school. Because it's vapor instead of smoke, so they think it's fine. And people don't know what's in them. They are being really very fooled by the tobacco industry in the ways that they are marketing these things, especially with jewel. One little um, canister, so there's a liquid and... Um, the reason that Juul is a little different than e-cigarettes is because it doesn't let off that puff of smoke that you know. You know, the younger kids are can buy this this system, this little thing. It's like maybe about two or three inches long. Kind of looks, like, looks a like a Zippo. It looks a little like bit. a USB drive. Yeah. Hide it in your hand. Yeah. People are able to one buy these online without any age verification. Their website. <laughs> That's crazy to me. It's like the extreme opposite of cigarettes. And none of this stuff is regulated. Push back regulations on these things because that's what they're saying. The reality is that... Dis- the oh, e-cigarettes. I don't know if it's with studies. It's with regulation, like federal regulation yeah. to like selling and <laughs> distributing of yeah. these products. The statistic that I found was like of teens surveyed about e-cigarettes and Juul and whatever, 63% don't know that there's nicotine in it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. It feels yeah. like gum. Remember, do you guys remember back in the day in high school, it was like having the right pack of gum was like the it thing. Like you had to have the cool type of gum. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I think... And I hated gum in high school. So, so But this okay. is the I new a, gum. I was a double nerd. So in one package of Juul, uh-huh. one mm-hmm. thing of liquid... It has approximately the amount of nicotine that's in a whole pack of cigarettes. Oh my god! And which is equivalent to about two hundred puffs. Oh shit! So people, yeah, they do not know. Well, people do not know how much. Yes. Yeah. So it's nearly thirty-six percent of twelfth graders have tried some sort of vaping within the course of two thousand seventeen, and so that number. I would say has drastically increased Ooh. to I would say fifty percent, and this is people who work in the tobacco um, tobacco consultation mm-hmm. area. But people, that's a common like yeah. thing that we talk about, and people know that it's happening, and I mm-hmm. see it. You know, you see it. I see. Feel like I see more people vaping mm-hmm. or Me using jewels than I see cigarettes. Well, how about we take a music break? Yeah. Themselves now. 
Welcome back, listeners. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed those sweet, sweet jams. Mm-hmm. We're here talking with our friend Jane. Um, so we kind of left off how awful vaping is and e-cigarettes because can, they are the new cigarette. Can I, may I talk a little bit about most of my research, which was about native use of tobacco? You absolutely can. Okay. So as Nancy was saying before, uh, natives used tobacco dating back 3,000 years ago. <clears throat> in South wow. America. That's yeah. a long time. They, of course, use it ceremonially and medicinally, but they didn't actually... So there's so there's this thing called retrohaling, listeners, and it's where you breathe the smoke into your mouth, but you don't actually inhale it. It never goes into your lungs. You just breathe it in your mouth and you blow it out your nose. I personally do not understand then what the point of smoking the tobacco is then, but... Um, For from, them, it's religious, of right? Course, yes. So, and I was doing some research on like cigar aficionado websites, which is a big cigars. thing. Oh, yes. It's that's the how smell and the taste, which and it how it goes like you drink with it too, yes. and it changes how your booze yes. tastes. Yeah, exactly. So um, the healthy, non-addictive way to use tobacco is retrohaling a and b. Um, use as pure a form of the plant as possible, which is what native people do use now. So there's a huge initiative among native cultures and tribes to reintroduce native methods of smoking tobacco. Yeah, because I guess we should just break in to let listeners know in case you weren't knowing this. But like cigarettes, nicotine itself is habit forming, (laughs) but it doesn't have like... The toxins, it's everything else in cigarettes. And Jane, you want to yeah. like yes, kind of fill us in on that? <laughs> so, the cigarettes that we see now are not just tobacco, they are tobacco and 7,000 other chemicals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's not just the tobacco that you're smoking, and it's a more addictive tobacco. They mm-hmm. have substrained and they have created the most addictive product. Yeah. So that people will, some you know continue to smoke real in. like GMO engineering. Yeah, I was gonna hardcore. say this. This is where we see the only negative prospect of genetically modified organisms is these hyper addictive strains of tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just was gonna also add that um, since we didn't talk about this earlier, um, that smoking kills four hundred twenty thousand people every year. So Jesus, yeah. Ugh. Uh, so I, I do spend my time um, professionally working with older adults specifically, mm-hmm. and those are the people that are feeling it. They yeah. understand mm-hmm. they are they are by far experiencing the majority of the in of the negative of the health outcomes of the yeah negative health outcomes mm-hmm. yeah and it kills more people than are killed by AIDS, car accidents, homicides, suicides, drug overdoses, and fires combined. Whoa. Every year. Yo, shit. It is the the number one preventable cause Mm -hmm. of death worldwide. It's funny, because when I looked up, like, I was like, okay, what are all the illnesses? And the worst part, well, like, there's so many worst parts, but (laughs) it's crazy to me, cigarettes are not just, oh, you get lung cancer, Mm -hmm. it's chronic conditions. Mm -hmm. So it's your, like, every single day of your life, you're going to feel something shitty from tobacco. How many of them can we name? Let's see, emphysema, COPD, chronic bronchitis, pancreatic cancer, cancer of the mouth, lung, nose... You can have, um, it leads to diabetes. Gallbladder, diabetes. It it can negative, well, it can... Mm -hmm. 
work with whatever yeah. else, like if you're eating poorly mm-hmm. to yeah. like perfect storm it yeah, and yeah, cause yeah, yeah, diabetes. Yeah. Heart disease, mm-hmm. heart attacks, stroke. Men become less fertile. If you care about that, I guess. I think it's it's uh maybe a little known fact, maybe people know it. Um Smoking limits your your circulation, so that's why people get blood clots and strokes, is it stiffens up all of your arteries. and It, it affects your heart. Right, and so you're getting less oxygen, so your extremities get cold easily. You get cold much faster than everyone else, and that's why my, my supervisor who smokes at work, she says she's like, I'm always cold, and I'm like, if you stop smoking, you probably yeah. wouldn't be like that. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So that's just a roundabout way to say that, like, like, just nicotine is very habit-forming. Like, mm-hmm. no one's saying, like, go out and yeah. just be addicted to nicotine patches. Right. But <laughs> the part that makes you messed up is, is everything, everything else that's in cigarettes. So, that's why when we say native tobacco is a good thing is because it doesn't include all those horrible chemicals. They don't actually inhale it into their lungs. It's a very community-conscious thing. So, like, the act of growing and curing it and smoking it together, like... Is important to them. Right, a ceremonial, or it's like they offer it up when they're communing with their... Their god or... Their their, deities? Yeah. (laughs) Their deities, yeah. Um, So, it's very community-oriented. It's not habit-oriented. They don't just smoke it whenever. So... And I'll just add, because you did say this a little bit, um, that any form of smoking or any type of tobacco utilizing that is not good for you. Yeah. So I just have to say that. No, yeah, 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 no, no, no. As someone who works in this. For sure, for sure. Any amount is not good for you. No, yeah. And so when we talk about these things, that is a cultural aspect, which is, yes, important, absolutely. But... But you can know both and act on one or the other. And that is absolutely your choice. It's good to have all the information. Yeah. That was a thing. And that's the thing about retrohaling when they're Mm -hmm. talking about blowing out your nose. That is a direct line to your brain. That's your um, Mm -hmm. vagus nerve, right? Yeah, your cranial. One of your cranial Which is a direct highway into your brain. So I don't know how good it is to be like... So so you talked about this before. So cigar smoking and people like... You utilize different things to get different tastes, or right, right, it's, right. It's, it's more of like a, uh, I would say, a fancy smancy kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Really like scientific. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that even like with cigar smoking, people we see a lot of cigar smokers who don't identify as smokers right. because mm-hmm. they are not. They don't feel like they're they're not smoking it in their lungs, so they're not right. smoking it at all. Right. But that is a cause for mouth cancer. Yeah, right. You can still get lung cancer because it is coming into your body. Yeah, and right. the way in which our bodies work, that yeah. you are still getting the nicotine, you're still getting everything yeah. goes to your brain. Yeah, right. Um, and so yeah, it's. So, and that's the other, like, you're ex, sure, you're exhaling the smoke, but you're still breathing the air in the room. Yeah. Like, you're secondhand smoke. Which is, like, a... Mm -hmm. Secondhand smoke was one of the um, reasons, the things that they used legally very strongly to get a lot of regulations passed, Mm -hmm. because it is true in the U.S. that we have a really big premium on, like, personal freedom, Mm -hmm. and, like, (laughs) not impinging on people's personal Mm -hmm. First Amendment Mm -hmm. rights, which I totally get, but... They were talking about how, like, it's okay. They were arguing it's fine to regulate tobacco and limit personal freedom because 
the secondhand smoke and the secondhand innocent bystander, Mm -hmm. the innocent bystander impact Mm-hmm. is also very great like there's a yeah. lot of studies so many studies horrifying that's, how what happens to children yeah. who yes. um grow up with a parent who smokes because secondhand smoke is almost worse yeah that's what they always told us in school anyway i don't know if that's true or not well you have no control over how much you're yeah. getting yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. yeah um and actually um Bess isn't here but she did say that um <clears> like <throat> she felt like she gets cold a lot and her mm-hmm. dad smoked when she was growing up mm-hmm. he doesn't smoke mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. said that one of the Any things she felt when you're growing up when you're like a young younger kid they have higher amounts of nosebleeds mm-hmm. they have a lower allergies. immune system allergies absolutely and those things affect asthma for life yeah oh asthma, asthma. Oh, absolutely or everybody <laughs> yeah or smoking in you when you're when you have a baby, when you're carrying a baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So, Our mom's grandpa smoked when she was a kid. And I kind of think no, that's... No, mom... Our grandpa smoked when mom was he a kid. He did? Yeah. But he quit. Mm-hmm. When? Like, yeah, when they were kids. Oh. My father was a smoker until my... Really? He met my mom. Um, and then my mom was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so not doing this. Yeah. You quit. His whole family no. were smokers, and he tried yeah. to quit. Oh, really? And the rest of them were not supportive. They would wow. hand him smokes. I found this out, actually, oh my God. later in life, that my mom would say, you know, like, you know, remember your grandmother? Yeah, she was smoked all day, every day. Ugh. And that she would give my dad cigarettes when she knew that he was trying to quit That's so, so sh- anytime they would see each other he, she would always you know buy him cigarettes and like mm. he's an adult <laughs> one yeah. and two it's just it's, yeah there's a whole social <laughs> oh yeah familial absolutely. thing that goes along with and there's also uh very much of a People who are social smokers, they don't mm-hmm. feel like they're addicted. They mm-hmm. yeah. think, you know, yeah, yep. I have a smoke every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I smoke when I'm stressed. It calms me down. Mm-hmm. It's, these are psychological things that tobacco does to our body. Mm-hmm. Right. And makes us feel, it makes us feel good, even yeah. though we don't, actually. Right. It's actually it's, worse. It's actually worse for you, but yeah. because we associate it with those better memories, we mm-hmm. associate it with socializing, we associate mm-hmm. it with... You know, taking a break from work. Like, that's yeah. why smoke yeah. breaks are... A thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And why people really value it, because they yeah. value the time. Right. More yes. than anything. Yeah. I literally away. heard, like, or I had a casual conversation with somebody who's a sister of a friend who was literally like, yeah, I started smoking when I was at a university up north, up north in Michigan. Oh. And she was like, I, I, you know there's not much to do up there and that's how I socialize with people because when yeah. you're outside smoking where all the other smokers are you're like your little group and yeah. you, you hang out and, and the same thing yeah. happens with drinking and yeah. especially with college students yes. and drinking yeah. to excess so yeah. if we know these patterns and because so I, I also do a little bit with regard to alcohol management right mm-hmm. and so these both of these things are regulated substances mm-hmm. and we're allowed to use them but we know that they're not good. Right. Yeah. So we can say a lot of the same things about alcohol use, but mm-hmm. with so much less consequences, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my mind, I see so much less consequences from alcohol use and abuse than tobacco use and abuse. Because, mm-hmm. well, not see less, but it's less stigmatized. To talk about like, it. Bec- like, to talk about tobacco... Mm-hmm. 
Um, because you, people usually feel really defensive, I would yeah, imagine, about yeah. tobacco. Oh, because everyone's like, them. because everyone grew up as a, like, at least now, and this is what a bunch of articles say, that young people, like, in our generation mm-hmm. and now and older and younger than us, um, they know, like, it causes cancer. It makes you smell gross. Mm-hmm. Like, we know all these negative, negative things about smokers. Mm-hmm. That as soon as you start that conversation with smokers, they're like, oh, well, that's not me. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's drinking personal. is all is still, mm-hmm. oh, you're a cool party person. Yeah. Like, yeah. drinking yeah, yeah, is yeah. much yeah. less, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I the totally stigma, got you. The stigma looks really different, mm-hmm. and I think that it's, a, I yeah. would say, a cause for concern. It yes. is. I think so. There's just so much that we don't mm-hmm. yeah. talk about, which yeah. we should, and we should mm-hmm. be in a culture that, like, talks about abuse. Yeah. Yeah. In all realms. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Um, when we get around to talking about but, abuse But it's culture. so important. It's so yeah. important yeah. because abuse of other people and abuse of substances. They go yes. hand in hand. They, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, like, I think, like, the picture of the person, like, the stereotype of the person who abuses alcohol mm-hmm. is very old and outdated and it's usually one type of person. Like, mm-hmm. you are an addict or you're a alcoholic. you're an alcoholic if you look like this an old white guy uh, old yeah. white guy parent mm-hmm. beating his wife mm-hmm. yeah exactly so that's like but it's um, not the girl who only drinks so she stays thin doesn't eat enough and then throws up all her booze mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. a and that's a real thing but that's mm-hmm. not a picture or, you think in or your head. a young person of color who's under a lot of stress at school and needs to like have perfect grades and like they can only manage their stress by smoking or by drinking. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that we kind of talk about in public health, how like the reason that the regulations around tobacco are so successful, part of it is regulating like individual behavior, mm-hmm. but part of it is also creating a new environment for people. Social. A yeah. new like, well, and like a new, um, like the, the, the advertisements, like advertising is a big part of it. Like, oh, yeah. Like creating a new environment where advertisings aren't like, like people are not smoking in a movie that a large majority of younger kids see. Like you can't, oh, you can't depict a rated R movie yeah. if automatically if there is a cigarette in there. Yes. Really? Because yeah. it's so powerful. They've done many studies. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful seeing somebody who's sexy, cool, yeah. interesting yeah. on the big screen smoking yeah. that it is like... They did their, yeah. they got rid of it. That's like you can't advertise for cigarettes on billboards anymore. Yep. Or like, yeah. it can only be at gas stations. Gas stations have to put their signs in a certain place. Oh. And it's really funny because I have a distinct memory of our dad when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, taking to task somebody at a gas station being like, that's not supposed to be out here. You need you know, to have I that behind I the corner. I think I remember Do you that. remember that I too? I think I do. Because he know, knew yeah. all like, the rules and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, you're not allowed to have this sign out you here. Need you, need to, you need yeah, to take it down. You need to take it down. And I'm going to tell that someone. In, it was in, well, the township that will remain nameless. At this point. It's in the creek. It's in the creek. Yeah. And he was like, you can't have yeah. that out. Because if kids can see it, like you were talking about earlier. They'll be enticed. And so now what's happening is in Netflix shows... There is a rate of a higher, oh, so many you know more, what? yeah, tobacco I've products. That. Yes, um, so I was gonna Holy pull it up, fuck. but now I, no, <laughs> no, no. Start talking no. about. But um, there's the two fuck? shows that there's over 200 occurrences of smoking. 
Oh really? Which, which shows? It, I want to say it's one. Walking Dead is one of them. Oh, okay. so yeah. like which? Okay, go zombie along. apocalypse, and there's still cigarettes around. Give me yeah. a break. Give me a break. <laughs> That's bullshit. AMC, fuck you. What? AMC did Mad Men. Fuck yeah, you, AMC. <laughs> Oh, that is, yeah, Mad Men had a lot of smoking. Oh, so much smoking, yeah. Well, hey, and you know what? I bet they used e-cigarettes in the filming. They're they're the they're the um, stage kind that just puff puff water vapor. Oh, you don't have to do anything; it just makes you look like smoking. So the other one was Stranger Things. Oh yeah, because Hopper smokes. Hopper and And, sometimes um, um, Mrs. Um, Will's mom, Mrs. Byers. Yeah. My TV mom. Joyce. Yeah. Joyce smokes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as played by mm-hmm. cool, Winona Ryder. Cool badass Winona Ryder. My TV, my, TV my, my Hollywood mom. So, um. So the top um, Netflix shows and broadcasts. So it's a list that the Truth Initiative came up with in number of incidences. So uh-huh. having in Stranger Things, there were 182 instances of cigarettes. Really? Because it's her There's and then Hopper. Two. Don't the teens smoke at some point, too? Yeah, yeah, I think they must. Anyway. I, the bad, the kid in season two, the bad older brother. Oh, yeah, yeah he that's smokes. right. Yeah. Because it's the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then, so Walking Dead is two, mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black, House uh, of Cards, uh-huh. Fuller House. What? Okay. It happens twenty-two times. There's a character. Sure. Making a Murderer, Modern Family, American Horror Story, and then Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and then. Okay. Oh yeah, because the the landlord in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh yeah, that's right. And the in the um the character that uh what's her face plays um. The, the rich yes. lady. The yes. rich lady smokes, yeah. I think. So, speaking of her, actually, because she plays a racist stereotype of a Native American <laughs> person. Thanks, Connection. Tina Fey. Putting you on blast, girl. Bitch. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Hot take. Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of Native tobacco, um, we're bringing it back around. We're circling back around, listeners. Um, so, Native Americans were heavily targeted um are heavily targeted in ads. Mm-hmm. As we know, there's cigarette companies whose logo is a Native American head. Um, I think those are what the natives... Or they're called American Spirits. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but the reason that such a high percentage of Native people smoke um, Western cigarettes um, is because when they were being... Uh, I want to say genocided, but that's not a word. Um, when they when, were being taken over. When communities were colonized. Yes. Colonization. Yeah, colonization. Yes. When native communities were being colonized, um, they realized that cigarettes had tobacco in them. So they would take the cigarettes and they would smoke cigarettes. So when they asked for like a smoke break... They could use that tobacco in their prayers and their ceremonial things, but then if someone caught them, they could be like, "Oh, I'm just having this. I'm just having a smoke. Like it's oh, a cigarette." Oh, they kept it as a secret. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the only that's that's and that's like totally legit because they were just trying to hang on to their culture. But now, you know, it's coming back. They're hooked. To, it's bad. Yeah. So, um, especially on reservations, that's some way that people on reservations can make money. Like if they run a gas station, they right cigarettes. Um. But just as a as a helpful thing for any listeners out there, so there's a National Native Network cessation hotline. 
that's really good. It's this website called keepitsacred.itcmi.org. It's a quit line. It's 1-855-372-0037. So any Native listeners out there? Nice. Anyway, that's a, I think, a cool segue into what I was thinking about, which is, um, again, like, bringing it from my expertise with, like, public health and stuff, um, just, like, our perspective, but um, Mm -hmm. we have many models to, like, describe Mm -hmm. certain health things, but Mm -hmm. one of the ones I like is the social ecological model, because it talks about how everything in a person's life, um, like adds or subtracts from their health Mm -hmm. so it's not just the it's like the smallest circle if you think of it as like a bunch of rings moving outward like when you drop a rock in a pond so like the smallest circle is that person's individual decisions um their immediate surround like their personal habits behaviors and those are super important their genetics their choices of what they eat Mm -hmm. and then personal choices Right, and then the next ring around them is, like, their family, their friends, everyone who's really close to them. Immediate social circle. Right, and so then it keeps expanding outward. So then what community, like, what's the block that they live on? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what's their city, smaller area of their city like? What's their mm-hmm. neighborhood like? Mm-hmm. And outward, what impact does that have on their health? Like, are there healthy yeah. things available for them? Yeah. So if there's no Food side- deserts. Right, it's food deserts. If there's no sidewalk in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. you can't go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And so that means you're less likely to be healthy. Mm-hmm. If there's no safe bike lanes, you're not going to mm-hmm. bike to work, so then mm-hmm. you don't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So the thing about smoking is that it's a part of like a personal decision and a personal behavior. Mm-hmm. But the other problem is, is that is it ever in your community to begin with? Yeah. Are there ever any opportunities for you to smoke? And the other, mm-hmm. like, so... If we take it out of communities, that's essential because then mm-hmm. it's not there. You right. can't have access right, to right, it. Right. But another problem is, is that like the native people, like you're talking about, like people of color, mm-hmm. if you are in a place in society where you're under a lot of daily psychological stress from racism, from poverty, mm-hmm. from lack of education, from mm-hmm. disabilities, any of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You need to cope. You have to be able to cope somehow. Right. And if you don't have the resources to be like, I'm going to go get mental health help. Right. I'm going to go eat better and exercise or like any of these positive things. If you don't have that, (coughs) then you probably smoke and you probably drink. Mm -hmm. You probably smoke because and drink energy drinks and eat bad food because all there is is gas stations Mm -hmm. and fast food places. Mm -hmm. And you got to do your your two jobs. You got to work your two jobs yeah. or you got to work the late shift or something. Right. Like you, and maybe there's like violence in your neighborhood mm-hmm. and like police you're presence. under stress. There's police presence. Mm-hmm. So like the presence of smoke, alcohol and tobacco mm-hmm. is not a, like is one of the many things in the environment that's bad and yeah. people use it to lean on. Yes. And so I really think like, it's amazing or really important to keep hammering home regulations, especially with e-cigarettes because like people like use this to cope. Mm -hmm. And like, if we can replace it with, Oh, there's a park. You can go for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. There's a grocery store. You can get healthy food. Like, yeah, that's really like important. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about like those areas, Mm -hmm. um, so specifically, Mm -hmm. um, there is a campaign that RJ Reynolds, um, the tobacco company, Started in the 1990s called Project Scum. So it's called wow. Scum. Technically, Scum stands for Subculture Urban Marketing. Oh. So what they did, and what they did was they targeted 
black and brown communities, LGBT people, poor people. Yep. Because they knew that if we could push all of our mm. our money into these things, we can get them hooked mm-hmm. and we can be thriving they're in these vulnerable. communities. So these yeah. are all they were so they said it that they're they wanted to sell cigarettes to members of the alternative lifestyle areas. Charming. Okay. So specifically okay. so one of the bigger areas this happened in San Francisco. Like uh. they handed out like cigarettes there's like multiple like there's a lot of documentaries. If you have a chance Go research is a mini documentary from the Truth Initiative called Black Lives, Black Lungs. I had the opportunity Ooh. to meet the actual filmmaker. Cool. He's super, super cool. Nice. Um, but please, 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 it's like 17 minutes and it talks nice. about oh, wow. Project Scum and specifically communities of color and mm-hmm. menthol cigarettes. So when we oh, talk about these yeah. things, so with regard to white community of affluence versus a mm-hmm. poor community or a a uh, community of color. Mm-hmm. A community of color is gonna have ten times the amount of yeah. tobacco marketing today, yeah. today because of yeah. things like this. Yeah. And so we talk about those as communities that it is thriving. Menthol cigarettes yeah. are one of those flavors. When we talk, we'll talk about flavors of things. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. They, they, um, part of the judicial um, smackdown on tobacco companies said mm-hmm. that you can't have flavors in your cigarettes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so menthol was one that was left in because they had enough money and enough things wow. to say that, oh, that's not a flavor, quote unquote. Wow. That's, but that's, <laughs> yes, that is, is the easiest to smoke, mm-hmm. to yeah. start smoking with, and the hardest to quit. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a refreshing taste yes. instead It's like of... a minty almost. Yeah. yeah. And so Gross. 90% of people of color smoke menthol cigarettes. It's like smoking 90%. toothpaste. Like, that's gross. But it's nicer no, than smoking cigarettes. Yeah, absolutely. And so if we look at those percentages, like now we know that between 20 to 50% of LGBT youth are smokers. Mm. Same goes that, for alcohol with the LGBT community. Yeah, absolutely. Alcohol is and a massive so, problem. And like they've been trying to sponsor pride events because... Yeah. Fuck like, you! Fuck <laughs> you! They are yeah. smart. Makes me they so mad. are ahead of really everything because they have so yeah. much money yeah. and they have so much legal power yeah. to push yeah. and what another thing that I found out which is really interesting is that they have been using their finances to back politicians black politicians uh, to oh, shit. specifically to continue to push for that's fucking underhanded holy yes. shit yeah. oh, for like, they're capitalizing oh on the God. fact that people are mm-hmm. marginalized oh yes so like, and so yeah. that is something that they continue to do holy today shit. The fact that the tobacco companies have a, mon- a lot of money and they can buy politicians, mm-hmm. they also have been in the practice of buying scientists, which yes. is the thing that really, really frustrates mm-hmm. and makes me angry. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this was a man who was a scientist, a doctor, was a president of the university for four years. He was one of the scientists back in the day who um, used his research initially, his research initially said like many researchers found that tobacco had deleterious effects that it would cause cancer and then the tobacco and then big tobacco showed up and was like hey you uh, want to walk that back mm-hmm. for some uh, money there pally and he did and mm-hmm. it was a horrendous in the long tradition of scientists um being, being bought out being oh, bought by the tobacco may or may not be happening right now so right. to like at a current U of M yeah. professional mm-hmm. will say I will leave them nameless right now right. we are is backtracking on research that he has done 
saying that, oh, Shit. maybe it's uh, in... This article um, from last year from The Atlantic talking about um, Philip Morris, which sells marble... Marble? Marble? Marble. Fuck, I cannot say that <laughs> word! Yeah, Philip Morris um, sells cigarettes. Um, the experts... Philip Morris hired, worked for firms whose scientists regularly contend in medical journals, courtrooms, and regulatory arenas that their clients' chemical products pose little or no health risks to the public. The firms have been instrumental in delaying new regulations by criticizing the work of other scientists and emphasizing the doubt inherent in health science. Yeah, that's the thing I fucking hate. So it's fake news. It's just like they're doing fake news. Well, and it's just like when people are like, well, if it's a theory, that means you don't know for sure. That's literally right? not the definition of theory. But the in definition science. of theory in the sciences is different. It's fact. Like, it's it's like fact proven within the realm of we could disprove it someday, but we haven't yet, right. and we know for a fact that ninety nine percent of all our other studies mm-hmm. support it. Yeah. Anyway, we're at peak anger now. Yes. So it might be a good we're time to take good. a music. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah. play some. Hot tunes, and we'll yes. be right back. Can I have some ibuprofen? <laughs> Smoke, if you have them. Cause my pockets broke, my soul is stone, I ruined you again. And a lonely bridge, a rooftop ledge, could just fix everything. But when I'm alone on the longest nights, I think of you and your Marlboro lights tonight. I get a bit better. And I lay here on the bedroom floor Where your feet are out and your daggers fall And I, I get a little bit better Say you'll forget me Say you'll erase me from your mind Right from the day of our doom beauty I saw my future in your eyes Save the words you've rehearsed We both know I won't be fine Okay, listeners, we hope you enjoyed those hot jams, and we're back, and we're going to play trivia. Jane has some excellent trivia questions for us, Mm -hmm. so fire away. Okay, so since we kind of already talked about reproductive health in our breaks, so we might as well continue with that. Yeah, it's a good trend. Uh, So this is a true or false question. Okay. Okay. Smoking affects sexual and reproductive health only in women smokers. False. Yeah, I think, yeah. False, yes, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Heavy smoking contributes to impotence. Male smokers are also at increased risk for infertility since smoking reduces sperm density and motility. I was going to say that impotence makes sense because it reduces your circulation, so you can't get it up. One cigar contains the same amount of tobacco as how many cigarettes? Oh, shoot. Hmm. Well, cigars are fat. They're big. They're big big boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she's right. Big, big smoky boys. (laughs) At least two, I would say. Two Uh, cigarettes? Mm -hmm. I'll say a pack of cigarettes. We have one correct answer. Um, an entire pack. So cigar smoke. Oh my god, that was a total guess. Yes, cigar smoke is just as lethal as cigarette smoke. A single large cigar smoked in one hour can contain as much tobacco as a full pack of cigarettes. 
even once a day cigar smoker. And that's like yeah. equivalent to one like e-cigarette cartridge. Uh, one jewel cartridge. Jewel cartridge. Okay. E-cigarettes is not as no right I right right concentrated. Could not tell you. Well, I honestly I just cannot tell you the nicotine concentration to um to to liquid like vaping. Yeah, and so because a lot of people huh. don't look into it, they are, you know, monitored, and you can buy it with specific types of concentration. Yeah. But they tend to be kind of, like, hazy on what's right. in them. Yes, like, yes, absolutely. And it's, yeah. like, kind of mm-hmm. averaged milliliter. It's, like, oh my MMG to ML. Like, doing some math to try to <laughs> make it. Some, yeah. some shell Some shell gain math yeah. trying to make sure mm-hmm. you don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So basically, if you're a once a day cigar smoker, it's the equivalent of a pack a day for mm. a cigar smoker. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> now another true or false question. Okay. Millions of people try to quit smoking yearly. Only ten percent of them succeed. True or false? I want to say false. You're optimistic. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's true. True is correct. Damn it. Only 10% of the people trying to quit smoking actually succeed. The most successful is usually when you're using quit aids or and or a quitting buddy. So quitting oh, somebody like a friend. Oh, so, so not cold turkey. Not cold turkey. So we have found uh, a lot of the research has kind of tied to combination therapy being the best mode of action. And that means utilizing quit aids so nrts which is nicotine replacement therapy that's like mm-hmm. your patch your lozenge mm-hmm. your gum mm-hmm. inhaler and or there's two types of, of pharmaceutical um medication mm-hmm. and Proprion oh. and chantex oh yeah i've seen oh, chantex yeah. advertised yeah, yeah. lots so, of commercials so those both um Bupropion works in tangent with those nrts mm-hmm. but chantex works as a replacement completely okay so those two medications change that physical things in your brain those receptors Mm. so we talked Mm -hmm. about that already Mm -hmm. yeah so chantix blocks those receptors completely and gets rid of the new ones from creating so that it's already binded so that when you're smoking a new cigarette you don't get that you don't get a high from it but yeah, that only works if you don't keep smoking the cigarette. You can, you will, st- you will. You can smoke, but it won't be fun. <laughs> Is that what you're <laughs> saying? It won't be as enjoyable. It won't oh, be okay. enjoyable. So okay. people, research connects us to, um, oh, cutting down yeah. cigarettes. Okay. And mm-hmm. in addition to utilizing these quit aids uh-huh. and working your way out of the addiction. So gotcha. because quitting, therapy. a lot of people, yeah, absolutely. So I do individualized therapy. Yeah. Um, we do, it's more so I would say cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. but um, motivational interviewing yes. mm-hmm. is the basis of everything Motivational that we do. interviewing is cool. Um, <laughs> and it's to get people who are ready to quit to get to that real, that, that quit, that full quit attempt. Because People make on average, I want to say between four and seven. I've seen more. I've seen a lot higher um, than that. But that it's not unusual for people to try to quit and to fail. Because yeah. 90% of a p- people yeah. who try to quit So will fail. for those of you out there who have tried to quit, don't feel bad. You can do yeah. it. There's been a lot. Of, you've probably tried a lot, and that's normal. Yeah. What is the average age that kids try their first cigarette? Um, it's going to be real depressing. Well, are we talking... <laughs> yeah. Are we talking the U.S.? Average age... I would say yes, U.S. Okay. These are U.S. These are Olympic themed. I'm going to say 11. Okay. I'm going to say 14. 
You're both wrong. Damn it. It's 12. Holy I was closer, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, I know. I was... And that goes right into marketing. That goes right into mm-hmm. the tobacco industry mm-hmm. wanting to hook people when they're young. Mm-hmm. Is if they start now, if they make it look cool, yep. then they'll yeah. have lifetime users. Yeah. They'll have lifetime buyers, really. Found this website. It's called vapingdaily.com. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and they, yeah, here. Uh-huh. Well, I'll post this, listeners, because it's fucking incredible. Um, they, like, okay, the funny part about this article on this vapingdaily.com is they have a timeline of vaping history. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 440 BC, ancient vaping. Wait, are you serious? That's not oh, that's that's fucking like a real. That's, no, a joke. that's no, not real. But- should I get up and fix myself a drink? No, no, no. I'm so, so tired. I don't know what to do. I'm so tired. My is set on you. I wonder should I call you? But I know what you would do. You say. So we sort of said, like, nobody knows what the ingredients of anything is. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in vaping, you know that there's at least 3,000 chemicals. So, and in their defense, in tobacco industry's defense, it's less than a cigarette. Yeah. And so that's what they're also utilizing to talk about it. They're utilizing it as propaganda. Yeah. Also, we don't know how, um, or it's not disclosed exactly how vaping tools work. Like, people sort of know. But then we we keep having the scandals where they explode. Because they're Mm -hmm. literally, like, battery Yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of tobacco-free health system that also doesn't allow these batteries in there because they have exploded in the ER. Oh, my they God. Have, and they light on fire. Yes. It, and third-degree burns on oh, people's Jesus. bodies. Yeah. So it is It is a big issue. Yeah. And to that's have that happen... for children. Oh, like, that's absolutely, traumatic. Absolutely. Yeah, so we don't know what's in East... Like, we don't know how they work because no one's disclosed it. I mm-hmm. mean, you could figure it out, but it's explosive. You don't know what's in... The stuff that you're putting in the mm-hmm. e-cigarette thing. Yeah. Um, that we know this is how much nicotine you're getting in this many yeah. cigarettes, but we don't know that at yeah. all for yeah, like yeah, yeah, e-cigarettes. Yeah. And it's hard for us to, to like go from if you smoke this amount, mm-hmm. we okay. should give you this much NRT. Okay. So, uh, okay, so that's yeah. like where we why we need to know those things. Right. And like, of course, cutting down is great. From yeah. any level, yeah. right. but for us to then connect it into this, you know, yeah. this cycle and how we help, how we help people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, according to vapingdaily.com, there's, con- <laughs> <laughs> this is our great for today. Okay. Um, it's an endless font of entertainment. Um, so it says there's conduction versus convection vaping. Um, in conduction vaping, heat is transferred from the heating chamber, coil, or heating plate to the material via direct contact. Convection ba- vaping is, uh, it blows hot air through the vaping liquid. Oh, yeah. neither of those sound no. good. Because you're heating up, this is like gut instinct is that you're heating up plastic you're heating up and metal. metal. 
and, and it's a going 3, into your thousand unknown chemicals in a thing, yeah. and it's At all least. going in your lungs. That could also explode in your face. We should take a music break, okay, real quick. Yes, and when we come back, yes. uh, we'll we'll talk more about these liquids that people be smoking. Lost my heart and hope to die. Burn my lungs and curse my eyes. I've lost control and I don't want it back. I'm going numb. I've been hijacked. It's a fucking trap. I'll taste you on my lips and I can't get rid of you. So I say, thing that I was um, tasked with <laughs> is looking up different flavors of liquids that people put in their e-cigarettes or in their vapes. Um, they call them e-juice sometimes, which is horrifying. Um, uh, I just want to read, I just want to read the names of these vape juices to you guys. Please. And get you, it's the number one e-juice liquid in this poll is boosted by boosted e-juice. <laughs> Wait, wait. How about... It's called Boosted, and it's by what? Boosted E-Juice. Wow. <laughs> Let's try Tastes Like Butt. <laughs> um, Probably. B-squared. B-squared. B-squared for good. the not squared. Oh. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what you were actually it's, asking. No, I like it. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. It is a creamy strawberry e-liquid. Ew. Whoa. Yes. Um, let's see. Number two, O Face by Beantown Vapor. <laughs> Beantown? Beantown Vapor. I'm Bean t- like the bean flicker from... But, but it's the ah, name of it. No, the name of the e-juice, though, is O Face. O Face. I like bean flicker. <laughs> <laughs> this is also a rich cream and ripe strawberries flavor. What is with the strawberries? What is it with strawberries? It has many other flavor notes to produce a complex yet enjoyable vape. What does that mean? What is complex? What? <laughs> They're talking about it like wines almost. Yeah. Like it's really weird. They're like, the tannins on that one. <laughs> exactly. Or cigars. This one yeah. is called Soul Custardy. And it's also by Beantown Town. I'm thinking of a flan. That's a what I'm thinking. Mm. I'm going to connect with that. I Ten like points plan. to you. It's a vanilla custard. It's, okay, so this description mm. is amazing. I'd rather have a vanilla plan. custard, <laughs> a smooth, creamy custard without any eggy undertones, what? topped off with hints of eggy bourbon, <laughs> graham cracker, brown sugar, this and is butterscotch. Like, this is like a smoker and alcoholic's dream. Yeah, yeah, like yeah together. So mm. bizarre. This one's called unicorn milk. Um. More strawberries, I'm guessing. I'm gonna say um farts. <laughs> Tastes like farts. farts. Unicorn it's, farts. Uh it's it's a strawberry and cream one again, guys. Yeah. What strawberry is it with these strawberries? I don't know. No, you're it's definitely like very, beating me. But it's like a problem because it kids like the taste of strawberry. I know. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's what I'm thinking. It's um Snake Oil by Seduce Juice. Like why doesn't that I'm just thinking that's tell like a you? mint. 
mint, maybe absent. It's absent. pear and a hint of coconut. Um, what? Okay. Okay. Actually, okay. I mean, none of it, it makes sense. It sounds <laughs> like you're vaping, like, the oil people rub on themselves before they go in the tanning booth. Oh, you know, yeah. like coconut yeah. and pear. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, see the coconut. I don't know about the pear. <laughs> pear is a very weird flavor to like artificial. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. artificial. It's such a so... delicate flavor. Yeah. It's taking the edge off the tobacco mm-hmm. flavor. Sure. That's like exactly what sure. they're trying to do. Sure. Um, Let's see. Andromeda by Space Jam E-Juice. What? Going Space for the, Jam. They're going for nostalgia <laughs> for the it 90s kids. It tastes like aliens. <laughs> All I can think of is Titus. Andromeda. Oh, yeah. It tastes yeah, like yeah, murder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> blueberries. Oh, girl. Oh, Did I get actually, it? Wait. Oh, I didn't get to guess. I okay, okay. You I just got into it. I'm sorry. I'm she, sorry. I'll say, I'll say strawberries. Okay. I, you already kind of mm-hmm. said that she was right. It's so. pomegranate <laughs> and blueberry. Oh, I was half uh-huh. right. Okay. Creamy, rich, and luscious. Mm. This is called Cheerios by the Milkman Elix. Can, can you spell that? Companies? Can you spell that? <laughs> Cheerios. It's like Cheerios and Churros. It's C H U R R I O S. The package it comes in cinnamon looks sugars. like a milk cinnamon ca- sugar. looks like a milk carton. So you like marketing so kids. The children? Yeah. Yeah. The All right. What? What is cinnamon you say? sugar? I think we both said yeah. cinnamon sugar, like churros. Uh, mm-hmm. Churros and nutty honey infused milk blend with a touch of cinnamon sugar mm-hmm. for good measure. Mm-hmm. Sure. For anyone who loves bakery flavors and cinnamon, it's an absolute must try. Mm-hmm. Or must not. <laughs> this is called Hawk Sauce by Mount Baker Vapor. Ooh, Mount Baker like sriracha, Vapor. like something oh, like uh, spicy, maybe like a little mm, cayenne. Cayenne pepper. All right, all right. Great guess. It's a blend of sweet and sour berries and menthol. Oh. Interesting. So they're like menthol hmm. cigarettes, but berries. That would be cool, right? You know, guys? I <laughs> right you know, guys. a bunch of douchebag guys giving these names to these stupid guys. So really, we're all dying because of yes. white douchebag guys yes. and sure. secondhand smoke okay. and Absolutely. them yeah. initiating all of us to start yeah. using, cool. using all these great quote-unquote products and as a business model they're charging like $18 for a tiny Mm -hmm. bottle $19 $11.99 $7.49 and the overhead is nothing these are tiny little vials of chemicals Mm -hmm. that companies can like rattle off by the millions Mm -hmm. and it's not regulated and it's not regulated not regulated so they don't have to do you think do you think they pay special taxes on this nope they don't Mm -mm. all right this one's called monkey business by vaporfly Um, I'm gonna say uh, chocolate. Oh, banana and coconut. Oh, that's a better guess. <laughs> the juice blends a creamy custardy base with banana, producing mm-hmm. a flavor that's fairly simple, but is executed beautifully. With the balance shifted a little more towards the cream, but the banana still coming through with each puff. There's it's a little too heavy to be an all-day vape for us, but as an occasional treat, it's a great juice. There's nothing. A I great juice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you hear in your head. When you hear that, right? A small yeah. child a great saying group. this. A great youth. A great youth. There's a great cherry. Castle. Okay, this is called Castle Long Reserve by Five Ponds. Like this sounds like an alcohol. Yeah, it, sounds like yeah, a it does. Like a or a or a wine. Yeah, a Did wine. Did you say lime? Oh, I was gonna say lime. 
All right, what are you guessing, y'all? Um, I'm gonna say, um, I would say like uh, berries because I'm thinking wine. Sure, sure. So, but like a berry, like a dark berry. How about lemon lime? All right. Castle Long Reserve is pretentious in the extreme. What? <laughs> claiming toasted coconut, roasted almond, two different types of vanilla, brown sugar, Kentucky bourbon, and charred oak, and charging thirty-seven fifty <gasps> for a thirty milliliter Are bottle. Are you kidding me? Nope. Thirty milliliters. Jeez. That's like that's Wait. the standard size for all of these. Actually. Oh yeah, those are. Yeah, they're like little vials, listeners. If you can imagine, like the tiny bottles that they put um, contact drops. lens or eye drops yeah. in. That's the kind of size bottle we're talking about. So thirty-seven fifty for a contact lens amount of this pretentious ass vape juice. All right, <laughs> and then the number one oh. vape juice. Drum roll, please. Da, 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 da. For technical difficulties. Pause. 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 <laughs> Bubby. Bubby. Come here, no. Bubby. Sorry. No, that's that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Try that again. All right. Prelude by Black Note. Oh, what the fuck? Prelude. Again with the weird... I'm going to say a cream flavor because yeah. I feel like there's a trend here. Yes. Um, cream and maybe strawberries. <laughs> I'll say like blackberries or like currants. Something like mm. rich berries. All right, so this one is a Virginia tobacco blend with a soft, oh. mellow taste, backed with a touch of sweetness th- throughout, making it a perfect all-day vape for tobacco lovers and a great juice even say, for vapors who normally don't go for tobacco. That sounds like one they're trying to get them to smoke cigarettes. As an mm-hmm. NET, naturally extracted tobacco mixer, the flavor is unbeatably authentic, and if you're a fan of tobaccos, this is about as close as you're going to get to the genuine taste. Mm-hmm. It's $29 for a 30-milliliter bottle. Damn. Um, and then, so thanks for playing. Yeah. Uh, nobody wins because this is awful. Because we all lose. <laughs> um, so I went to, after I got uh, tapped into this thing where this website that did this, like, top 10 vape flavors, um, they started talking about um, whether or not, oh, I missed one, guys. Oh, this shit. is called Smurf Cake by Vape Oh, my God. oh no, you saved the best for last. Whoa. Smurf Cake. Smurf Cake. Blueberries. Smurf Cake. I would blueberries. say blueberries and cupcakes. I'm just, like, combining oh. just so I can Jane one is the closest Ooh. because it's blueberries and cheesecake. Ooh, all right. That, and they're saying yeah. it tastes like blueberry cheesecake. Doesn't so lie. run out and get Smurf Cake by Vape Wild. Well. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> or MBYC by Sick Boy. It's a praline ice cream and vanilla custard e-liquid. Um, sorry. So what I was getting into before was the idea that they're saying um, don't uh, – don't like you might want to risk in their recommendations for vi- finding the best e-juice they say oh you might want to risk getting this flavor you like that might have acetyl and diacetyl in it um because it's gonna taste better and i was like my ears immediately pricked up and i was like this seems really fucking weird mm-hmm. i bet there's a warning about this mm-hmm. so it turns out acetyl and diacetyl are acetone like in nail polish oh, remover, no, yeah. and it will cause popcorn lung. Oh, and I don't need to elaborate more on how it makes your lung look like popcorn because that's what <laughs> it does. So 
there was a scandal that the 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 top ten vape website tried to play down as like, mm. oh, it was no big deal. Um, that there's acetyl and diacetyl in some vape juice, probably all vape juice, from what we know. Mm. Mm-hmm. They use acetone and gasoline, by the way. Yes. So nail polish remover, gasoline. This shit is in e-juice. And they're like, well, so there's some vape juice places that are really great. And they're like telling you if they have it in there or they don't put it in at all. Thanks for telling us. It probably preserves flavor because usually um, anything alcohol-based or of that composition suspends flavor molecules in it Mm -hmm. really well. So that's why they use it. So, like, they're like, but you probably want to e-juice that, like, has a little bit in it because then it'll taste better. And I'm just reading this, like, sure. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just vape strawberry-flavored nail polish from Yeah, there. that sounds healthy. So, anyway, Perfect. that was my foray <laughs> into the top ten vape flavors as voted yeah. on on this can, awful website. Can we talk about the fact that on this Mr. Elick e-liquid website there's a thing called vape university no thank you (laughs) like intro to like there's they literally came up with like names for the classes it's like vu 100 level basic vu 101 intro to vaping like like it's like supposed to be like some kind of like there's a lab like there's there's, like levels you can gain like it's some kind of game or like that's definitely Prestige. gamifying it for like, off campus options. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this um, is the... Lab Voopoo Drag Mod. What? So mods, that's what it's called. Those, the, the actual batteries. Oh, packs. Oh, those are called mods. Okay. okay. That's All good right. to know. <laughs> cool. Our personal plea that do not ever Please use do tobacco. <laughs> don't Please. smoke cigarettes. Don't fall Chew. for this vape thing. Like, yeah. don't. So, I think we really, did we really answer our question, George? Did we answer our question, Jane? (laughs) What doesn't doesn't Big Tobacco want you to know? I feel like we have done a fairly good job explaining, you know, real evidence versus tobacco industry evidence, which we now know is bullshit. Yep. Yes. And they don't want us to know. That e-cigarettes are really bad for you. And that they're pushing for them as their new marketing strategy. And they've got a lot of money to throw behind it, so Mm -hmm. prepare yourselves, everyone, because they're going to come at us guns blazing. Mm -hmm. All right, well... Thank you so much, Jane, Thanks. for coming and sharing yeah. all your Thank knowledge. You so and um, is there anything? Are you anywhere on oh. the internet where people can yeah. follow you? Or um, yeah. I don't know how much of my real identity. Is <laughs> no, 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 no. Whatever <laughs> level you're so, comfortable with. Yeah, um, and we can always block things. Yeah, and edit no, things but um, if you are ever looking for any type of services, tobacco um, cessation. Tobacco cessation. I'll talk about that real quick. So, National Quit Line, available for free NRT, uh, nicotine replacement therapy, as well as phone counseling for anyone in the continental United States. So, it's a great free resource, but if you happen to live in the Michigan area, and or live in the (laughs) Ann Arbor (laughs) University of Michigan area... We have a wonderful service mm-hmm. and healthy co- tobacco consultation service mm. that we do individualized cancel- counseling, um, and we work with you on any any kind of financial status. We're not going to turn you away. Nice. And I'm sure that's available in a lot of other campuses as absolutely. well. So now li- mm-hmm. listeners know, like, if you're near a campus and you want to quit, mm-hmm. there are resources. 
So if you need any resources, there's always at least one place that you can look up and find resources with us. And awesome. we can also show you resources that are closer to you. Nice. So we're a pretty great cool. resource. Email us. Yes. Our email is quittobacco at umich.edu. Nice. Um, phone number, everything else is on our website. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Thanks. All right. Um, do you have any recs? Um, we always tend to do toward the end of our episode, like recommendations for if you want to know more. Like books, TV, music. Okay, cool. Um, so Bess has a recommendation. Um, she said from afar, she says um, there's definitely a couple episodes related to tobacco and um just one episode related to tobacco in the podcast Sawbones. That's uh, Sydney and Justin McElroy. They're a couple. Um, Sydney's a doctor. Justin is a very smart but funny. Goof. A very smart goof. <laughs> He's just a funny person. Um, and they're married and they talk about medical things, one new thing every week. And they definitely have a tobacco episode. So that's Bess's mm-hmm. recommendation. Um, my recommendation is um, there's a book that... I cannot think of the title of, but it's right. related to how um, Big Tobacco hires scientists to um, to subvert their evidence to um, make tobacco look not as bad as it actually is. Um, and so I will be posting a link to that book on our page. Uh, what about you, George? Watch Mad Men. It's a really good show. But there's a ton of smoking, so please ignore oh, that. <laughs> um... Hang on. I think I found it. Um, we'll just cut the silence. Yeah. Uh, I do have a recommendation also. Yeah. I just like didn't want to go first. That's oh, why I meant. Yeah, legit. Legit. Okay. Um, is it a book called Addiction Incorporated? Okay, JK. All right. Um, I kind of don't have a rec. Okay. Um, yeah, you go first. So my recommendation is my soon-to-be-coming-out book <laughs> that I'm writing. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Hell I'm going to yeah. plug this in. I haven't even read most of it. <laughs> Do it. Yes. Is that I'm going to be writing a book um, that's connecting loss and um, it's called. Oh, hold on. <laughs> You're good. You're good. No, um, take your time. It's called. It's going to be called. It's okay to not be okay. And I'm writing a chapter about tobacco use as well as alcohol and how that connects to our socialization, how that connects to how we find worth in our society today. So soon to be, we'll say 2020. I'm going to say 2020 is my potential date. But outside of things that are real tangible (laughs) right now um, is talk to your legislator about tobacco control. Talk to people in your life because... There are plenty of people in my own family that I know are smokers and that you have to start having those conversations with mm-hmm. people on that yes. intimate level mm-hmm. because people need a reason to quit. Yeah. And a lot of people, it's their, the people around them. Mm-hmm. They need that support system and to help them to quit. So they need you as nice. much as you yeah. want them to quit. Yeah. So I think that that's something that I would that's recommend. That's really awesome. Yeah, legit. Uh, I want to say... Um, Okay, I'll just go with that. That was my first thought. Um, <clears throat> so we've referenced this podcast before, listeners. It's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. It's a podcast about uh, how um, these two people, Ross and Carrie, go and try um, <clears throat> things that we would all call snake oil and cults and pseudoscience. Um, and one of their episodes is about um, 
herbal vaping juices. Like essential oils. Yes. And there are a lot of health claims surrounding... We didn't get into this, but there's a lot of health claims surrounding that, that it's actually good for you, like It's capitalizing on the... <clears throat> already really entrenched belief that essential oils are yes. a pseudoscience Which, that can help you. That's a, that's a different podcast altogether. Altogether. Um but uh they and their friends from Jordan Jesse Go uh try some of those vape flavors and um it's not really I don't know if it's like busting any myths, but it is pretty funny. And um, interesting. Yeah, sure. and they talk a lot about um the cost of e juice and like vaping and like I feel like that's a good enough deterrent any day because they're expensive. Like mm-hmm. we've, like Nancy told us, they're really expensive. So cost if, of them now and then cost of them later. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So if you're interested, it's a it's a pretty good podcast too. So Ono Ross and Carrie. Nice. Yeah. All right. So that does it for our Rex. <clears throat> yes. And for and our thanks for our wonderful guest. Mm-hmm. And so. You can find The Triple Hoax on Tumblr at thetriplehoax.tumblr.com. You can email us. Please email Please. us. Please. Give us some listener email <laughs> feedback. Um, do we remember what our Gmail is? Cool. Triplehoax at gmail.com. Probably, yeah. It's at gmail.com. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at The Triple Hoax. And you can find us on Facebook, The Triple Hoax Podcast. And um, contact us in any of those ways. Mm-hmm. Private messages, Facebook messages, mm-hmm. talk in the Facebook group, which has been amazing. We, yeah, and we also are on Twitter. We at are the Triple Hoax. Um, also, please rate and review us on iTunes mm-hmm. because that's how other people find us. Um, and tell us what your favorite e juice flavor was <laughs> from this episode because they're hilarious. Yes. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening. And remember, it doesn't have to be a mystery. Bye. Oh, I'm a beautiful ray, a colorful maze funny. Oh, I'm a heartbreak bay with a stone cold neck. I'm so charming. Oh, Is it love?